Welcome to another episode of the Worthy Physician podcast for physicians by a physician, combating physician burnout through awareness to reignite passion for medicine. Today on this episode, I sat down and talked with Jaden and Dustin, who are co-hosts of the podcast Chopping with Fire. Now, this is going to be a little bit of an unconventional approach, as they are not physicians, but they have themselves experienced burnout and are passionate about talking about it. I believe that looking at different viewpoints actually provides different learning points, and we can draw from other people's experiences, seeing that they are looking at burnout or overwhelm from a different lens. Everybody's experience we can learn from as they can learn from ours. Their podcast, Chopping with Fire, focuses on business, entrepreneurship, and self-development. And this actually correlates with self-development, not that the physician is the problem. The system that in which we work causes burnout, exacerbates burnout, and while it's broken, we can change our narratives to see what we can do to put in boundaries, know our self-worth, and everything else that has been addressed in previous episodes. So please stay tuned and learn from these two gentlemen. If you enjoy the content and want to connect directly, join our private Facebook group. The link is in the Thank you, Dustin and Jaden, so much for your time coming on. Really appreciate both of you. So for our listeners, if you could please introduce yourselves, would really appreciate it. Sure. My name is Dustin Steffi. Jaden and I are both the hosts of the Chopping with Fire podcast. We talk about self-development, entrepreneurship, and smart investment strategies. I currently, him and I have been in the podcast industry for almost a year, and it's been a blessed year for him and I. With respect to the podcast, it came to fruition last year when I finished my PhD and I was like, what's next? And the answer is providing information to others and uh, Jaden and I being public figures. And so that's where we're heading. I come from humble beginnings where we ate bread only and didn't have money to be able to pay the bills and childhood was rough growing up and I learned that life is not for me and so I've done everything in my power to not live that life and so here I am today with Jaden and you. I'm the same way I'm a little bit of opposite of D Steph. I grew up, I had a mom and a dad and I had a good childhood, but I always had a lot of friends that are, that were in bad situations. So I've always given back to people and helped my friends. And like, I met D Steph about in January and we just started a podcast and it's been taken off. We've been honored to be nominated for a couple awards and we're working on our second live event right now. So I've just enjoyed every minute and I love being guests on other podcasts. So thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And that, that's awesome. And what you're doing as far as the information you're sharing on your podcast, but also the reason behind it, that's purpose is always an awesome thing. And so this podcast focuses on physician burnout. And the big catalyst that made me start this about a year and a half ago was my best friend from residency and medical school died by suicide. We know that physicians lose about 400 a year if those are true stats, but at least 400 a year here in the United States, women are about two and a half times more likely to die by suicide than men as far as out of those 400. So it made me look at 
why are physicians burning out moral injury take your pick your nomenclature but looking at what can we do to change the narrative because the system needs to change but we need to also really step up and advocate for ourselves i'd reached out to you because you had an interest in burnout and dustin you were saying that uh, you had plenty of experience there and it's not a phenomenon that's only in medicine so could you share you and Jaden? could you both share what you think of when you hear the word burnout or moral injury? Sure, absolutely. So first and foremost, it's not easy getting a doctorate degree. So we're talking after high school, we're talking 12 plus years more of school. And that was ongoing for me. So there were no breaks in between or anything like that. Life just started piling up as I was going to school. And so as things pile up, as stress piles up, as life happens, as kids come out and into the picture, burnout starts to occur. And I'm no, I'm not new to burnout by any means. Schooling was where it first started, but I'm, I've burned out even in my normal nine to five, because what am I getting? from that nine to five, I'm going to work to come home and all the money that is made to live life isn't really living life. I'm living to work instead of working to live. And so you start to see stress and the stressors pile up and burnout occur and it changes not only your demeanor, but it changes your kind of psychological makeup per se physicians have fancy terms for it but for me it just i'm a different person when i'm stressed and burnt out versus when i'm doing what i want and i'm happy at least with the podcast as much as there's a lot of work and i feel burnt out it isn't the same type of burnout as burning out for a cause where you're making money and it disappears to pay bills That's very well said. And that's incredibly difficult to go to school for 12 years and not have a break. And what is your PhD in, if I may ask? It's in organizational leadership. So leading high-performing teams at an executive level. So have you, did you study the culture change? I've studied, so in my studies, I've studied a lot of things, but the biggest study that I was able to is the study of people and psychology behind having them do what you need to make the business successful. And how much of that actually focuses on the wellness of the workforce? None of it. None of it. That's interesting. In school, they don't really teach burnout and stress. They just give you the book definitions of everything. And so it's the reason why I bring that up is because we know that like with medicine, it's becoming more corporate and more profit-driven, which is not necessarily a good thing, right? We're putting money before people's health, and that's not why physicians or nurses or anybody goes into healthcare, maybe admin, but... So we look at this culture that has infiltrated medicine to put money before patients. And with that type of mentality is the 
organizational structure that you just described, right? There's nothing that mentions human factors or human well-being in any of this. It's true. And furthermore, what I'm seeing is in, especially after COVID and the pandemic, which I mean, it hasn't disappeared, but it is what it is. We're seeing that people are doing four jobs for one job for the same pay. And that's not okay either. No, I'd agree with you there. And it goes back more to, I don't know if the companies are trying to recoup what they've lost during COVID or if it's a lack of staff. A lot of it in healthcare, as you'll see on the news, or at least on the some of the groups that I follow on Facebook or even Med Twitter, how patients are still waiting in the ER to be transferred to, a, to another level of care if that type of care cannot be provided. I live in rural Kansas, so you know our hospital would be potentially one of those in the future that would have to transfer a patient. And the sad thing is that a lot of it is because of lack of staffing. It is in every realm. You said that you became different when you were burned out. What were the, what were the changes that you saw in yourself or maybe that families or friends saw in you? More agitation, really. So very like short fuse and no patience. And it's it just, it's a killer when you're stressed out, honestly. Did you find that it impeded your ability to study or to perform activities of daily living, such as even just trying to make a simple decision or even to interact with your family? I think it made me procrastinate more, if I'm being honest, because there's so much work and you're trying to manage which one's priority over the other when they're all priority, to be honest with you. So it made me, I'm not going to stay lazier, but it made me just not prioritize in the manner that I think I should have. Yeah, it's almost like you are so overwhelmed with everything that you have to do and that has to get done. And there's just no gumption or get up and go to do it. Correct. Yeah. And when did you, or how did you address that? To be honest with you, hindsight's twenty twenty. I did not address it. I just worked through it, worked through the pain, just got it done. And in the end, you have been successful. You have your PhD and you're doing awesome things, providing great information with your podcast, Chopping with Fire. But have you recovered from the burnout? No, I think, honestly, people start to just get used to it and it becomes the new norm unfortunately that's a scary notion but it's factual right like you see all the time that people are dealing with stress and they just keep going because they have to again that all brings up the work to our live to work versus work to live conundrum yeah and that fulcrum to, to change that balance is going to be different for everybody. I find that a lot of times it takes a life-changing event. For me, it was losing my best friend to suicide. And I thought, what the hell am I doing working six days a week? This is nuts. I can reprioritize my time. And yes, I might have to restructure some things. For me, at that point in time, it just made sense. So I, yeah. I, I had to take a step back. Yeah. And 
it's great like that some people are able to do that but most people in my experience from what i'm seeing they just get used to it and just live with it it, it makes me sad because there are so many physiologic changes that happen when when that is existence right with the stress you have your nervous system your sympathetic system that is constantly on fire cortisol is higher we see an increased risk of high blood pressure cardiovascular events stroke diabetes and yeah just this is but this is what society glorifies like this is what society glorifies is keep going and put your needs on the back burner yep Jaden, what are your thoughts i first off I'm sorry for your loss with your friend. That's tragic. I've had some friends pass away, so I uh, feel your pain, and I'm sorry about that. Stress is very – it's a, it's like an – you can't really see it. It's not like you can just point out, oh, that's stress. Like, And it has very negative effects on the body and the mind if it's left untreated. I think we just need to do a better job of checking in with one another and especially for physicians, they spend their time caring for other people. It's important that we take our time to care for one another and just check in. And so you, it appears that you two are very close friends. Is that right? Yeah. It's like family to me. So I guess, yes, you can <laughs> see it that way. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I always think that we choose our family and friends in that aspect. It's not just all about sharing DNA. So how often do you two check on each other? daily sometimes it's not checking in sometimes it's us taking out our frustrations on each other more or less me taking my frustration out on Jaden, and Jaden just kind of deals with it and then calls back later <laughs> a little bit like that usually it's because i i've forgotten to do something we hold each other accountable is what these staff is saying and we check yeah. in with each other and make sure that we that we're good we do a lot of stress and like Dustin said, some people just deal with it and keep going. But I honestly think if you, you got to tell somebody or just you check on your friends because you never know what someone's going through. You're absolutely right. And think, thanks for what you said. It's important to have those relationships. And Dustin, Jaden, your relationship with each other, besides holding each other accountable and checking in and being like family, what would you say that that relationship in what way does that your relationship add value to each other's lives? Could you explain that? For me, Jaden's like family, right? So it's like having another brother to be able to lean on when things get tough. Sometimes we don't have the answers, but for the most part, that's the way I see it. Yeah. In the same way, I've moved a lot in my life. So I have a lot of friends that are in different places so Dustin is like my brother. I'm the godfather to his daughter. So we, we just had a brotherhood. We could trust each other with anything. And it's nice having someone to have your back. And again, I am sorry for your loss. I know that if I lost D-Steph or D-Steph lost me, it'd be, I'd be under a lot of stress. So that's for sure. No, thank you for that. And the reason why I bring up this relationship I'm seeing be between you two, which is which I think is fantastic, right, is because we're social creatures. 
And the friendships and the relationships we develop, especially one that comes from a place of compassion and acceptance of with the flaws and the good times and just all the good, bad, and the ugly is really important. But it sounds like you also cultivate that relationship every day and you really, really make it a priority to not only grow the friendship, but also make sure the other one's okay. And you do that by text, by call, by email. But we just check in. It's he'll call me or I'll call him. But we run a business, so we have a lot of things we have to do. So we're usually sure. in call. We put we put a lot of energy into just making sure that each other are good, and what you put your energy into, good things come out of it. And so this is the result. It just takes a few seconds to send that text or punch in that number or find that contact and say, "Hey, call this person." And sometimes we as physicians get so sidetracked on that we go down so many rabbit holes that we forget about our relationships that we've cultivated with our family or our friends. And so what I think that I see here is a great thing. And I'm, I really appreciate the camaraderie and the effort that you two put into it. I, that, that's awesome. It, it's healthy. From what you've gone through, Dustin, what advice would you have for the listener that they're just beaten down and feel isolated because medicine in general can tend to do that and life can do that to you. Yeah. I think my advice would be don't sweat the small stuff. I think a lot of the time we have, we hold the weight of the world on our shoulders. Right. And when we do that, we tend to just house every single emotion and everything starts to just hit at once. And Honestly, the biggest thing is just don't sweat the small stuff. Try your hardest just to take one one thing at a time, and that should be good enough. I know we're in a world that's so fast-paced, and I understand that we're working jobs as well where they don't really care like about your mental health per se, but the one thing that I would say is you have to care enough about it to be able to know yourself and create that success. Jaden, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I would just, I like that key on what Dustin said at the beginning. We carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. That's everybody's struggle. And we talk about people passing away and they watch you carry your own struggle up your own hill and that's life. So if you're already carrying a big old boulder, like Dustin said, don't sweat the little stuff. Give yourself a break sometimes. And uh, if you're stressed out, try to make each day your perfect day. Like We all know we have things to do, but try to line them up to where if you could do it perfectly, it would be that way. And uh, taking control of your own day in just the littlest ways can make a big difference. Those are both beautiful points. Dustin said about not sweating the small stuff and try not to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. That's not ours to carry. And then also to know yourself and to seek mental help. Absolutely. And I love the fact, make every day the perfect day. That's very positive. So I really appreciate that. Would you two, would either one of you have any last minute thoughts or words of wisdom you'd like to share or pass on yeah if you feel like you're in this rut where the whole world is on your shoulders and you just can't seem to do anything the biggest thing that i would recommend is to 
reach out to someone important. Don't hold it in. Seek some therapy. Seek some advice from friends, family members. Just don't hold it in. I think too many, and this is men in general, too many men are conditioned to just deal with it and that's it. And that shouldn't be the case. So my biggest advice is when you feel like there's an issue, then there probably is. So reach out. I like that. Mine's the same, but just for younger guys, look up to your older friends and reach out to them when you're feeling like you're stuck. Chances are they've gone through it before. I'm really appreciative that you brought that up because I don't think that enough resources do focus on men's mental health. That's toxic because men have emotions too. Thank you for giving that perspective. Where can our listeners reach? We have so much social media. So if they want to reach me personally, you can always look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn at Dustin Steffi. That's D-U-S-T-I-N-S-T-E-F-E-Y. If you all want to take a look at what we're doing over with our podcast, that's at Chopping with Fire. So C-H-O-P-I-N with Fire or our website, www.chopinwithfire.com. It's a bunch of cool stuff over there. We got a Patreon. All our episodes are on Apple, Spotify, as well as we have live events. We're having one in Fort Collins. So if you're available to come down in November, we'd love to have you. So. They would not be disappointed at all. So that's a great place to be. Again, thank you both very much and really appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. If you have enjoyed this episode, click subscribe, share it with a friend, because we could all use a little bit of normalizing the topic of burnout, knowing that we're not alone.